Hello, I'm Brent Bell, head of school, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, we'll be reflecting on the class of 2023, their most memorable moments and accomplishments, with Director of Upper School Chad Woods, Dean of College Guidance Ivy Brewer, and members of the class of 2023, Student Body President Colin Rigo, and Honor Council President Anaya Desai. Thank you all for joining us today. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys, thank you for having us. All right, everybody's awake and aware. It's senior week, so that's a busy week for for these students and uh, and the faculty as well. Uh, We have Honors Day on Friday and Baccalaureate on Friday night and obviously uh, graduation uh, ceremonies on Saturday, uh, May 13th. So um, as we look forward to all of that, uh, let's sort of take a few minutes to, to look back and reflect on this class. Mr. Woods, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about the class of 2023. Thank you, Mr. Brother. The class of 2023 has 131 seniors, uh, one of our uh, bigger classes for the for Darlington graduation. Um, 12 different countries and 13 different states. Uh, we have 22 DAR ba- babies this year, which means they've gone from pre-K or kindergarten all the way through to 12th grade. And we have 18 four-year boarding students. Um, we have great scholars, uh, great athletes who've competed on the court and the fields and creative artists and who have participated on the stage and um, behind the curtains. All right, awesome, awesome. Anaya and Colin, does your class feel big to you all? I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. It's We keep talking about how big your class is. Does it feel like a big class? Do you feel like it's just our class and it is what it is? What do you guys think? I think that um, with what Mr. Wood said about having four-year boarders and um, dar babies, so many dar babies, that um, we've definitely had a closer connection over the years, so it doesn't really feel that big. I would say that we're pretty close, and um, it's just really been a great four years to spend with some of the sweetest people, um, and I think when people come, even if they're not four-year boarders, they just, you know, immediately are folded into our little our little group of um, sweet seniors, so I think it's been, a, it's been a great year. Good. Well, I actually came from a school in Arkansas before I came to Darlington, and uh, we had a lot bigger class sizes. So to me, um, our class is a little small compared to mm-hmm. my old school, but I think it's very tight knit and um, I get to meet so many cool people here. And I think it's just a really awesome place to be. Great, thanks. Ms. Brewer, obviously uh, your first year is the, the in the Dean's seat. Obviously you've been with us in the college process, key, key member of the college guidance team for for a number of years. Um, tell us a little bit about this class in, in terms of uh, this group of seniors and their next steps after graduation. Well, one thing that I'm really proud of um, in this class is that in our college guidance program, we emphasize finding the school that is the right fit for each student. And this class um, has been accepted to 213 different colleges, which really, to me, speaks to them looking for that fit. Um, and then they're um, attending 75 different colleges in 26 states, Canada and Israel. And they've um, 
earned over $8 million in scholarships. Um, so I'm thrilled with the choices that they have and, um, and they're going to find the right path for themselves. Great. How do you manage all of those college applications? Well, we have Madge Crawford, who is <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, a genius in our office and keeps everyone straight, but we also use um, a computer program called SCORE, and the students have been great about keeping mm -hmm. us abreast of uh, what they're doing. And then, of course, we have our college advisor system so that um, our advising program, there are 11 college advisors who um, help with this process that are trained in this work, and so all of our... Um, advisee groups are rather small. I know that I have a big group this year for a big class, but um, big to me is 14 students. So they get a lot of personal attention. We get a lot of time together twice a week and get to um, really focus on what they need to do to make their applications the best they can be. Good. So Colin and Anaya, tell me a little bit about uh, what you guys have fun planned for for after graduation and then um, what are your plans uh, for the fall? Well, I think that I'm, I'm going to take the summer um, to, you know, rest and regroup uh, before August. I'm going to Georgia Tech to study industrial engineering. Um, but I think that this senior week is a great um, example of how we celebrate our achievements as a class together. Like, um, the senior show is super cool because everyone shows out to see the artists um, in our grade that have really, you know, excelled over the years in the academic fields, but also artistically. Um, and then we have like a senior picnic and baccalaureate. So I think that that will be really fun lead into graduation. Um, and I know that everyone has really fun plans after with their parties and their trips. So that will definitely be fun. Yeah, well, first I want to give a huge shout out to the Student Life Office for helping us through uh, this past year with our college endeavors and all that kind of stuff. I'm actually going to be taking a gap year next year, which is pretty unconventional, um, but I, I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot. I think it's a needed break for me. For the past four years, I've been working so hard. I think it'll be a breath of fresh air, and I think I'm going to enjoy it, get a lot of work experience under my belt, and then reapply to colleges next year, and hopefully it goes pretty well. Well, that just emphasizes my point that you're doing what is right for you, and I love that. Appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. That's a great point. So. Kyle, let's talk a little bit about uh, your time as president of the student body. Obviously, you've worked closely with your class on a, on a variety of projects. Can you share uh, a highlight or two of, um, of some things that you guys have done together or accomplished this year and, and what you're uh, excited about and proud of in that work? Uh, yeah, I can. I can tell you about um, our recent project, with, which was a fundraiser for the Bagwell um, Food Pantry. It's a local place in Rome where people can come just get food that they need to support their family. Um, so I worked with Mr. Bell and we set up a fundraiser and we sent that out on social media platforms and uh, we actually raised around $4,000 for the Bagwell Food Pantry and I'm very proud of our, um, our senior class and our friends around the world who contributed to the fundraiser and it was very successful. And then you spent some time there as well, correct? Yes, we did. Class. We and packed what we call weekend backpacks for um, kids around Rome who are experiencing food insecurities. And it was really a fun experience just getting to help out our community and just giving back because we're in a position to give back. So it's amazing to help out the community. Yeah, that's terrific. I, I love the fact that you guys served on the ground, so to speak, and also obviously 
uh, saw the need for additional resources for, for that program. And um, as you mentioned, it's amazing how much we all learn, uh, even just the concept of food insecurity, uh, you know, through our, our ability to, to serve. And, and obviously uh, students in this class have, have done lots of service, um, you know, throughout the course of, of their careers here and things like that. So. Uh, we've had a, a huge participation in athletics uh, over the course of, of the year, of course, and over the course of the class of, of 2023's careers. I'm going to let Anaya take this one to start with uh, because she's got a little bit of an unusual, special graduation week uh, because of, of some athletic accomplishments that she and her teammates have um, have had this year. So tell us a little bit about your uh, tennis season and I and what all that means uh, for you and your teammates. Well this season has been really special because my last match might be a state championship match um, and I think that that's just super cool. It's been such a fun season. We started in January and we're still going um, and it's not just us. Um, baseball, golf, it's just it's an amazing season for these seniors and um, I think with Coach Owens he's really shifted our you know, perspective and jumping into new roles and um, adapting to certain circumstances. Um, you know, we have a team that's half international, half um, day students, and I think that that's just what, what makes it super special um, because we really have understood that dynamic of, you know, training with each other within the team um, is our best way to move forward. And um, I think that the state championship is really under our belt. Like, I'm really, really prepped for it. And I think that the forward momentum we've had going um, after our region tournament, you know, the boys won the region tournament, the girls did. Um, and it's just been a really fun season, so I'm excited. And it's a, it's a good reason to have to miss graduation. <laughs> That's right. So both our graduation ceremony and the state tennis tournament. Uh, I guess the good news is both occur in Rome, Georgia. However, they also both occur at the same time. Um, so we'll be uh, on the courts against Mount Vernon. Is yes. that right? At the, the Barry Tennis Center. Um, and uh, we'll be rooting you on from, uh, from the chapel lawn yes, at the sure. same time and, and look forward to, to reconnecting and, uh, and wish you the best in, in that. And it's, it's been a great season. It's been fun to uh, to watch all of the seniors participate. Mr. Woods, uh, you're good at, uh, got a great athletic memory. Tell us a little bit about some of the memorable athletic accomplishments of the class of 2023 that, that you can recall. I think Anaya touched on it a little bit with the, the numerous region championships that we've had. Um, you know, just thinking through that um, recently is and also thinking about the senior leadership that, that goes with that and you know those, those things don't just happen um, that's a lot of hard work from our um, seniors who are on the team also our coaches that are there but you know it takes it takes the coaches and and leadership to do that and this this senior class certainly has that um, obviously the region championship from the boys and girls basketball um, football with the region championship and and then here in the spring to have so many teams go deep into the into the state tournament has been great. Terrific, terrific. Colin, give us a soccer academy uh, memory or accomplishment from this year that you and your class of 23 uh, classmates have, uh, will look back fondly on. Yeah, um, just recently actually, 
we're going to be partnering with Atlanta United next year, um, and we're going to be doing a little thing with their MLS Next Academies. So we actually have a lot of our players that would go down to Atlanta this year and train with the Atlanta United teams and their um, academy teams and get familiar with the players that are there and while at the same time playing for us. So they're just trying to get that bond together for next year. And it's going to be a great deal between us and the Soccer Academy and Atlanta United. So that's going to be really big for Darlington, I think. Great, great. And you guys have paved the way for those relationships for any of our Listeners that don't know, uh, Atlanta United is a major league soccer team, obviously based in Atlanta that has an extensive club program, and um, they've, they've uh, lost a few games to the Darlington Soccer Academy over the years at, at the uh, youth levels, and so now they're realizing the value of partnership, yep. <laughs> uh, which, which will be great uh, moving forward. So, uh, Anaya, in addition to athletics, obviously you're president of the Honor Council, uh, would love for you to to share a little bit about uh, what that means to you and um, why that's such an important aspect of, of life here at, at Darlington. What I think is so special about being our council president is that uh, we put honor at the front of everything that we take on um, as students, faculty, um, staff. It's super cool that um, I've been able to be the president of the honor council this year. Um, it's a 14-member it's a student-led council um, that upholds the school honor code, which is, I will not lie, cheat, steal, or tolerate those who do. Um, and I think that working alongside um, student life as well as um, promoting honor in our community has been um, really special for all the members, whether they're freshmen um, or seniors. And I think that um, serving for three years has allowed me to help those younger members um, understand what the role of honor is in our community. Um, and how going forward, you know, they can also help all of our community members um, to always remember to do whatever is honorable um, and remember that that comes first before anything that we take on extracurricularly or academically. Mm -hmm. And Ms. Brewer, how does a, being a school with an honor code and, and an honor council, how does that play into the college process, do you think, for our students? Well, certainly as part of the application, um, you're required to present yourself honestly. And so that, again, is at the forefront of everything that we do, that we are certainly um, encouraging the students to present themselves in the best light, but in a truthful light. And then when the colleges get our applications, I would like to think that they know that um, the grades are earned honestly, that the, app, the recommendations are truthful and um, they can count on what kind of student they're going to get on their campus when they come from Arlington. Great. Excellent. Excellent. Colin, at the end of, of every upper school assembly, uh, you lead the entire upper school community in reciting the school's motto, wisdom more than knowledge, service beyond self, uh, honor above everything. Uh, so this question is for everyone. Um, how have you all seen uh, this class live out that school motto? Well, I think for me, service beyond self has been uh, greatly represented uh, in the class of 2023. I know a lot of my classmates are invested in ESP, which is uh, extra special people. Mm -hmm. So they'll go work with those special needs kids in and around Rome. And as I mentioned earlier, the Bagwell Food Pantry. It's just great to see that so many young individuals are willing to give and help out our community. I think service beyond self is you know, wraps that up and summarizes that really well, summarizes the class of 2023. 
Excellent. Great. I think that um, in terms of whatever is honorable and service beyond self, um, our, our community members really strive to do whatever is best um, to the 100% of their ability and um, always putting others before themselves, whether it's in a sport or um, in the classroom or in the theater. Everyone's just really striving to do their best and to um, uplift those who are around them. Mr. Woods, what do you think? Yeah. See, uh, all three right from, from this class um, it's it's always difficult to go go from the knowledge to the wisdom part um, you know to me that's the that's the probably the toughest of our of our motto to to try to measure um, but this I think this class has, takes the, the knowledge gained and and through their classes and that kind of thing I, I think if you listen to Ms. Brewer, the number of colleges that have accepted our students and recruited our students for um, different reasons. Um, I think you see that motto come to life through our students. Ms. Brewer? Well, again, talking to you about the different types of colleges and, and the wide range of colleges that our students have chosen to attend, um, knowledge is one thing. There's a lot of very famous schools that people know about, and that's you know, knowing the college, but wisdom is choosing the one that's the right one for you. And um, I think that our students have, have done their research, done their homework, and have made those wise choices. Excellent, excellent. Obviously, um, you know, we can't have these uh, podcasts for our graduating classes, at least for a few more years, probably without reflecting a little bit on the pandemic. COVID-19, uh, for you all, that was uh, freshman year. And I uh, wonder if, if you could, uh, Colin and Anaya, sort of think back to, to what you remember from that time period and um, what do you think that maybe, how that impacted uh, your class uh, as you sort of uh, rebounded and, and um, sort of came back to high school. I think that was so cool about our experience coming back from COVID was about how we supported each other when we came back. Um, I remember that our football student section was um, was parallel with the field and um, sometimes the ball would be coming at some of the crowd members. Um, but I just remember us all coming out and uh, wearing our masks and you know adapting to the different situations and um, even throughout the whole year with basketball and the fine arts. Um, it was just really cool to see how we all came together as a um, student body and um, adapted to those circumstances. And I think that it was a pretty fluid year. I remember um, being in robotics and um, some of our team members who were um, in China would be Google meeting with me um, for their, at their time midnight, um, which was just, it was just went to show how um, dedicated our students are to Darlington and um, their experience in terms of academics and um, extracurriculars and how how much of a drive we have to um, always do our best in everything we do. Cool. I mean I can tell you a story. Uh, I was on a soccer academy trip and we were in Europe and it, we were in France. It was our first day in France. We get a knock on our door at three o'clock in the morning and if someone came to our door and said we gotta go. We have to go right now. So we just packed up everything got on some buses and went to the airport and got out of France before everything shut down. 
it was a really, really crazy moment, but I'm glad we got back into the U.S. before all the borders closed down. But that just shows that um, our school has so much resilience um, and the courage to get over, you know, something as crazy as we haven't seen something like that in probably a long, long time in human history. But we, we got over it, we made adjustments, and we got through it. Yeah, you guys have been remarkably resilient in all of that. And it's funny you mentioned that that soccer story. I remember um, being back on campus as, as you all were getting back and people's parents and everybody were coming you know, to pick everybody up because it was you know still spring break or we had extended spring break. And we were all standing there dis distanced, right, which wasn't quite the term that it became and wondering, like, are we going to be able to hug them? Like... <laughs> like somehow like just the, just how unknown it all was um, but then how great it was to see everybody um, and that was that was quite an impressive uh, logistical operation that coach little and, yeah, and the team coach Chad, team team pulled off there to uh, to get everyone back some of the families vacationing on spring break in Europe didn't didn't fare quite as as well so uh, that was that was maybe a great example of the resilience that you know, was continually shown by those students who were virtual that entire year and changed their sleep cycles and stuff to be able to, to fully participate. And, um, and the willingness that, that you all had to uh, play by the rules, even though we were kind of all making rules that we didn't know if they made sense or not, because it was also so unknown. So uh, from the school's perspective, we're very appreciative of everyone's good humor <laughs> as, it, as it related to to how we uh, we navigated our way uh, through there. So hopefully that uh, continues to be something that uh, that shapes uh, our resilience and, and gives us some some lessons to look back on and, and as we're we're sort of moving forward with uh, with what what is ahead. So uh, always a, this is always a, a short answer, but a, but it can be a tough question. So I'll give you a minute to think about. Uh, everybody answer this one. If you could choose one word to describe the class of 2023, what would that word be? I think I would say community, um, the way that we show up for each other, um, and then also the amount of things that we're involved in as well. Um, I think that it's not just, you know, one thing that we're taking on. It's we're um, a part of a family in each of the activities that we do, and um, when we're not in a certain activity, we're out there supporting another. So I think that that's what I would use to describe our class. I would say ambitious. I mean, I look around and see so many amazing people that are in the class of 2023, and they want to achieve so many great things. And you look and see at all the schools they're going to. I mean, we got Stanford, a lot of the Ivies, Georgia Tech, so many amazing schools. And I'm not going to lie to you, I think we're going to see some very notable very notable people come out of the class of 2023. Great, ambitious, I like that. Community, Mr. Woods? Uh, the word I think of is close. Um, when you you don't see two or three of the classes 2023 20, together, it's, it, they come in, in huge groups. Ms. Brewer? I would say brave, because they are never afraid to try new things and go into places that they've never been. And then of course with colleges, they're not afraid to go everywhere and, and try new things, so brave. Awesome. Any final thoughts, um, any stories or memories that have popped into to anyone's head as we've, we've had this conversation today? 
Well, I've been really fortunate to have a fantastic um, advisory group this year. I have a fantastic advisory group every year, but this year in particular, they're very close. Anaya is one of my advisees, and um, it's just um, been really heartwarming to see how close they are with one another and how much they care for one another and um, what good fun they have with one another, even though we're getting work done in there. And um, so I just that's just been really, really special for me to have that particular group. Great. Well, we're excited for you all. We're excited for your classmates. And, and uh, to Colin's point, we can't, can't wait to see uh, all that happens down the road. And, and obviously, you know that uh, your, your alma mater uh, is with you. So thank you all for being with us today uh, as we reflect on the brave, close, ambitious community of the class of 2023. Uh, to all the seniors, we are proud of you. We are proud of your accomplishments in and out of the classroom, uh, on the field, on the stage, uh, in all of the places that uh, you choose to uh, make yourself uh, available to the community and uh, strive to do your very best. And, and we can't wait to see uh, what comes next. And uh, remember, you always have a home here at Darlington and a, and a place that uh, loves you and cares about you. And, and remember that once a tiger, always a tiger. We're glad that you tuned into this episode of the Darlington Podcast. If you can't make it to campus this weekend, we'll be live streaming Honors Day Baccalaureate and Commencement at www.darlingtonschool.org backslash livestream. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. And if you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.